Hey guys, and welcome back to an episode of the Lock Root FC podcast. I am your co-host, Sarah. I am once again joined by two other co-hosts, Shreya, Shivkumar, and Rashid. Uh, today, we're mainly going to be talking about the Champions League finals. It's coming up in a week since we're recording this. Uh, but, you know, I don't know when this is going. But, yeah, uh, if you've been living under a rock for the past one month or so, the final is going to be an oil money derby. It's Chelsea versus Manchester City. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know how we're here, but we're here. Just happy to be here, to be honest. Uh, City have finally made a final after all that time, and I think that's what the storyline is going to be. Can City win the first one, or can uh, Chelsea uh, do what Man United did to Chelsea uh, about 13 years ago? Uh, I think those are the main storylines that are going to be revolving around that. But yeah, I mean, let's start off with like who we need to be looking out for on both teams. Uh, personally, of the recent form that we've had, I think that you should probably not look out for any Chelsea players <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, but yes, Ashish, why don't you, you know, you know, go start with that? Yeah. Um, well, who knew we'd be here after the rant that was there in between for both of us? Oh, yeah, we were discussing this before recording, how we recorded a rant for both teams uh, earlier in the season, and now they're both in the Champions League final. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting, indeed. Finally, a Champions League final for City. But, you know, I'm still very nervous about it. Um, Pep against English teams, ever since he's been a Man City manager, we lost to Tottenham. So, us losing to Chelsea isn't... Off the cards. I don't know why, why everyone's just written Man City off as favorite. Yes, a little bit, but still, I still think it's going to be a very close game. Um, obviously, for Manchester City right now, um, the front three have become better. I mean, I think we're going to still start a false nine only with Bernardo, but um, Mares and Phil Foden, you know, the form they are in right now, hopefully, the way Mares has been carrying this team for two weeks to final, the performances he put in the uh, semi-finals and even the quarters against Dortmund shows how well he's become this season considering the fact that you know he wasn't someone who was always going to start for Pep he was someone who Pep was very shaky about I felt at the starting but he's clearly proved his place in that team so I, I think the pick of the players for Man City is clearly going to be Riyad Mahrez and uh, probably Phil Foden Kevin De Bruyne I'm you know uh, he's world class but I don't think he's in his best of forms right now um, so, he's going to be obviously an important player how he shows up because there have been some games this season where he's not shown up as well as, you know, he would normally week in, week out. So, that and obviously, yeah, the two defense, John Stones and Ruben Diaz. That's just going to be the main points, how they handle it. Hopefully, Pep doesn't, you know, go crazy and put Rodri and Fernandinho in the same starting lineup. We're losing 100% of that happens. As long as that happens, you know, fingers crossed. I just I just want to say one thing. Rashid, you said that Pep has a bad record against English teams, but you can't forget about his record against English teams in the Champions League final. I mean, you can't forget his record in the in cup finals either ways. I mean, that too. That's true. Has he has he ever lost the cup final? I think he's only lost one out of every single Once? cup final he's ever played. I'm not too sure. You don't you can't don't quote me on that hey, stats. If, if you if you Maybe with if us. Community no, he's just community shield, right? I'm not talking about ten pot trophies from like. <laughs> the back ends of England, bro. I'm talking about like major honors. Uh, I think, anyways, I don't know. I, I saw this out somewhere, and 
I wasn't bothered enough to actually look through the stat because, you know, I want to live in denial of the fact that we have a chance at winning the entire thing. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess it's time to, like, focus about, like, Chelsea at the moment. Uh, we're going through a rough uh, patch of form at the moment. Uh, ever since we won against Real Madrid, we lost against Arsenal. We lost against Leicester in the cup final. We won against Leicester in the Premier League. And then we lost against Villa. So, as far as City are concerned, that's a perfect record for them. But also going through a bit of an injury crisis at the moment. Uh, Edward Mendy might be out for the final, which is an instant Man City win. And Golo Kante might be out for the final, which is like, again, an instant Man City win. So, <laughs> I are there any updates no on that? Are they out for sure? They're not out for sure, but uh, I don't know. There hasn't been any updates yet. As far as right now, it's tentative on the agenda for their recovery. Um, apart from that, I think that, it's a bigger miss. Oh, Mendy for sure. Uh, I think with yeah. Uh, I mean, it depends really because I. You never know with Kepa, but the thing with Kepa is like, uh, even though he's not making mistakes right now, he's doing like what he needs to be doing. It's still that yeah. men- mental factor uh, that. If you have Mendy in front of you, that the whole team is going to perform well. They're going to be more composed. They're going to be resilient. They're just going to be like, okay, we have a confident goalkeeper behind us. And I've seen that multiple sure. times this season. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, whereas with Kepa, uh, something we saw a lot last season, or towards the end of last season, the beginning of this season as well, when opposition players see Kepa at goal, they immediately think, shoot, and take your chances. And most often than not, it goes in. Which is why they take their chances. Like literally, I think it was after the FA Cup final, uh, Tielemans was asked uh, why he took a shot there, and he just said, uh, "We've been studying them, and we found out that long shots is one of their uh, uh, like, like long shots need to be taken against them, and it, 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 we can convert." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Okay, well." So yeah. I think in that respect, Kepa mentally, Mendy will mentally will be a bigger miss, but. I think as far as tactical, uh, like tactically how it would go and structure, I think Kante is like a huge miss because our two midfield options in Jorginho and Kovacic are in the worst patch of form that they've ever, no, no, not ever been in, but they're in a horrible patch of form. Yeah. Let's, let's also, also talk, I mean, going on that, let's also talk about the starting lineups for both. I think Man City will probably be the same as the semi-final, but Chelsea, the amount of options they have in the forward line, like Sayam and Shivkumar, <laughs> What, like, who what do you, you think? Mean? I mean, uh, for, like, you have, you could go Werner, uh, Pulisic, Mount, you could go for Havertz, you can throw in Havertz, you know, who, like, I probably, we will probably see Mount and Werner start, but in the third position, is it going to be Havertz? Is it going to be Pulisic? Uh, does he I throw think, in Ziyech and surprise everyone? I think it's going to be Mount, Havertz, and third position is going to be the one that's, con- uh, like, contentious between. Pulisic or Werner. That's that's my personal opinion on how it's going to be. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you never know. Ziyech Ziyech in a big game. Never know. Uh, yeah. know. I think I think playing Werner against a Man City high line just causes a lot more issues. Like in the FA yeah. Cup semi-final that we had against him, he found him lots of space in the channels in half spaces, and he exploited that. That caused a lot of uh, trouble for City in defending that. And that allowed for runners to come inside and cutbacks to happen. That's pretty much how we scored every single goal against City that we've ever scored this season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in that respect, Werner is—he's definitely more 
of a threat in that regard. But it's Werner, so you never know with him. You never know. Shukma, what do you think? What do you, who, do you, who do you even support as a United fan? I don't know. I want both of them to lose, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's not possible. So, I don't know. I, I'm just going to sit there and, you know, see what happens, what unfolds on my screen. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I don't like Man City, so I guess I'd be happier. No, I'd be less sad if if Chelsea won. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But yeah, the, I I do think Chelsea and of uh, say the words. Blue is the color. Football is the game. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that like, Chelsea and Man City have like it. It does feel like an even final, like in all honesty, because although Man City are stacked. Chelsea have gotten the upper hand on uh, City very recently. That shows like it's not like it's not a code that hasn't been cracked by Chelsea before. And Tuchel has, you know, Tuchel, uh, Ver- Werner is interesting case because I. Funny thing is, I'm thinking he's the guy who should start along with Mount. Everyone else is a yeah. variable. Uh, yeah, same Werner, for me. I think Werner has to start. Even if it's, uh, he doesn't have the most clinical finishes. The fact that he poses a threat will, you know, uh, put pressure on like uh, the city defenders to not play out from the back or you know take any risks with playing such a high line. But yeah, he poses uh, the but, biggest threat you could argue. Like yeah, <clears throat> Kante's loss will be like if if he Massive. if he does not play, then Man City will be so relieved because uh, I think even recently Foden, uh, someone asked Foden, uh, who's the biggest or the most difficult defender he faced. And he rephrased the question. He's like, uh, well, not defender, but it's Kante. Because he's everywhere. Because even, so, that just shows you, like, how much of an effect Kante has on the pitch. Even if he's, you know, like, I'll be like, he was going through a rough patch of form towards the end of last year and maybe beginning of this year. But now he's really, like, shown, like, why he's, he was called the boss and why you know what what he can perform when he's on form. So I feel like he, him he's a way bigger miss than Kep, uh, than Eduardo Mendy in my opinion, because Kepa yeah, Kepa might pull off a carries. I'm not ruling it out. Like carries in the 2018 final, <laughs> Kepa could p- perform similar to that. I won't be surprised if it happens, but I also won't be surprised if he pulls off a really good performance. Uh yeah, I I also wanted to like emphasize that. What's what Man City are most vulnerable to even right now is uh, transition attack, transition breaks, and uh, the thing with Kante is he's just not like he's not just a good interceptor or like a workhorse or like which people may like let him to believe. He is an incredible reader of passing lanes. Uh, he like he anticipates passing lanes really quickly. That's why he intercepts that. But what's even more important, especially in this game, is often he intercepts the pass and he's the one that starts the counter attack. Uh, that's why he had such a good game against Real Madrid. It's probably like one of the mm-hmm. best games he's ever had in a Chelsea shirt. And you could argue like yeah. I, I, it was like one of the best performances maybe in the Champions League as well. So that'll be very important against City. And from midfield, like we really don't have any other player that can do that to the same level. And yeah, that uh, that'll hurt us a lot. I mean. It's a, it's a cup final, so you never know what happens. Like, we literally started a cup final with Ryan Bertrand as 
a left winger and one in the whole thing. So you never know, but it's just, it'll be a massive loss if he miss Kante. And uh, yeah, I don't want to see Kepa playing in a cup final against Man City. We know what happened last time. Yeah. Even for, I think, a lot of people, yeah, I mean, Rashi also said that everyone's saying the City are the favourites and maybe they shouldn't be. Uh, but I think, you know, you, you just, you look at City's performances in the Champions League and, you know, you look at the knockouts and just look at the last, maybe last couple of years, you look at Leon, even Borussia Dortmund, the first leg and then the first half of the second leg. When Man City are under pressure, sometimes they seem devoid of ideas going forward. Um, sideways passing, they're looking up to someone to do something to just, they're almost desperate at times and they, they, they don't have that, that calmness about them. Um, and I think that could happen, you know, first Champions League final, uh, it's a big stage, and sure, Chelsea also have some inexperienced players. Uh, but I think that's something Chelsea have to dig into. You know, obviously on paper, Man City are the superior side, but I think mentally is where they're going to have have the edge. And Rasha, what do you think? City they have faltered mentally in the last few years, especially in the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. I think that's going to be one of the key factors is um, how Pep's able to man manage that team because, like you said, first Champions League final, a lot of nerves and. We have seen the nerves get the better of City in you know, even the quarterfinals of first like against uh, Dortmund. Once they had like a couple of attacks from Bellingham, they looked shaky. And yeah. um, even even in this PSG game, I felt first half the, there were times where they looked shaky in both the legs. But uh, Pep was able to man manage well during halftime and compose them and stuff. <clears throat> so stuff like that. That's why Pep's been very um, crucial about these last two weeks on how he's prepared the team. He's rested some. He's let some get minutes under their belt for the final. So, it's going to be very crucial how they start, I think, because the first 20 minutes could play a big role on like how City, you know, the way they up revolve around possession-based football and how they need to keep the ball for long periods of time for them to feel comfortable. If Chelsea are able to like hamper that, like how they did um, in the finals, how they did in the semi-finals of FA Cup or even the recent Premier League match that they played, like the second half, what Chelsea did best, I thought, was they didn't let Man City enjoy the possession and be comfortable. So, if Chelsea are able to pull off something like that, that's where it's going to be really tough for Man City and that's when you'll actually see if they have the nerves to overcome that period and if they're able to you know, bring it back to the way they want to play instead of trying to play the op- opposition. So, that's going to be a very key factor, I think. And like you said, I think because Chelsea are going into this like as heavy underdogs, how the media and all has portrayed them, they like to have that uh, mentality that they have nothing to lose, basically. No one's going to say anything that they've lost. Whereas Man City loses, it's going to be another like, oh, this is the chance you could have won and you again lost. There's a lot of nerves that are going to play a big factor in this final as well that could uh, um, help Chelsea. I, w- I want to twist that argument a little bit. Uh, the flip side of that argument is... Uh... You could argue that Chelsea are an equally, if not as much, if not like less, as like as more pressure in this than Man City. And I'll come to why that is. But uh, if you're talking about City's mentality, I just feel like they spent so much time, so many years, like falling short at like hurdles that are not even meant to be like big hurdles that now they're finally here and it's going to be like, just go out and do your thing and we'll win. And I think that's sort of a characteristic of Pep Guardiola's team in finals as well. So I don't think mentality is going to be an issue for City. On the other hand, uh, I think mentality is going to be all of the issues for Chelsea because we turned up to an FA Cup final half drunk. Uh, I don't know why that was. Uh, obviously, the priority was with top four, which I don't agree with. But like, you know, 
questions have to be asked. And uh, uh, an, an aspect of this season's performance that's been under Tuchel anyways is that once we go down, it's really hard for us to find the mental strength to come back from that. I don't think we've ever won a game under Tuchel where we've gone down and then won it afterwards or even pulled off a draw. The only game oh, we were close. Against City, right? You're winning one. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Sorry. It was yeah. The only game was against City, but like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> uh, another game we were close was against Leicester in the cup in the final, and we know what happened there. So I, I really questioned that mentality as well. Now, coming to the point where I made about like how you could argue that uh, Chelsea are as much or if not more pressure. Uh, City have already won two trophies. Uh, they've won the Premier League after like being written off like prematurely in by like I I'd agree even I was there in that uh, bracket like earlier in the season so they have two trophies and yes the Champions League yes but it, like it, they it's one trophy that they have never won it's just that you just know that City are gonna be in all around here the next season the season after that it's it's Manchester City but with Chelsea. We've not had a good season. In fact, this one game can determine if this is one of the best seasons we've ever had or if it's an awful, awful season. Because we were in contention to win two trophies. We've bottled one. And now in this, we're in a position where we, we might be able to bottle the other one. So top four is not enough for a club like Chelsea. And we've kept bottling trophies for the past three years now. And you could argue that the level of performance that we've had over this, the this season, this whole season, the second half of the season, however you want to look at it, this game matters a lot to us. How the season ends up, what the state of Chelsea is right now, and it could be everything into like making us fight back at the top with Man City, with um, PSG, Bayern. So, I don't know. In that way, I just feel like you could argue that we, we're under a lot of pressure as well to win this thing. Yes, we're still underdogs, I think, uh, like how the media portrays us, but I still feel like, you know, Hmm. Yeah, I think that's a very fair point. There's probably pressure on both sides. It's very like a different kind of pressure. Man City is almost a pressure pressure of expectation because everyone expects Man City to go out there and just do their thing. Uh, but we've seen them fall to under that pressure of expectation over the last two to three years. And for Chelsea, it's a different kind of expectation. Like you said, Sam, the fact that if they lose this game, then the season it becomes a failure in a way. Even though they were so close to winning two trophies and. Top four should have been way more comfortable than it was, but uh, yeah, it, 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 I mean, a cup Champions League final is always going to be pressure at the end of the day, and I think it's going to come down to who deals with the pressure the best on, like on the pitch, um, and that's just who's going to win. Um, yeah, I think that, the, that's what that's what my main point is. I just don't see like City faulting right now. I just think that they've made it. They're, they've made it. They've beat everything that they've like they've they've been thrown at. I think they're going to yeah. be fine right now. I think it all comes down to. Which team outperforms the other team in the final? My personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, which team makes the first mistake? You never know. <laughs> May 29th. May 29th. May 29th. <laughs> when Jorginho, when Jorginho gets overrun in midfield, <laughs> and City score the first goal within the first five minutes. <laughs> I'd like to uh, remind you guys about the uh, Champions League final in 2019, which was also oh. an all English final between Liverpool and Spurs. Which was the most boring match of all time. Which, like, <laughs> I'm saying this because you mentioned the first mistake. One Sissoko handball yes, in the yes. first minute, and nothing yes. for the rest of eight, what, 70, 80 odd minutes until Origi scored. 
Yeah. That was because Liverpool came in as a second year in a running. They made it in 2018, and then they, when they came in 2019, they're just like, okay, guys, we're not going to try anything new. We have the lead. We are going to sit back and just stop them. They they didn't play the game in all honesty. They didn't play the game. They went uh, what that season, uh, City and Liverpool finished on 90 odd points. Liverpool didn't play the same game that they played in the Premier League. They just, from experience, they sat back. Like, and they knew Spurs, using their bottle nature, will not know how to deal with the situation. <laughs> I, I feel like the... something yeah, go ahead, go ahead. similar might happen here. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I just, because, again, I just say that. Uh... Again, Chelsea, Chelsea didn't make the final last year. Man City didn't make the final last year. But. Tuchel and Thiago Silva did make the final last year and lost. And I do feel like Tuchel will have something up his sleeve. You know, like, in an idea. Because last year, they almost shut out Bayern Munich. You know, all honesty. It was such a close game uh, between yeah. PSG and Bayern Munich. So I feel like it'll be somewhat similar. He just has to go that one step. Even though it looks like Man City are ahead of Chelsea, in terms of preparation or expectations or whatever, I feel like Tuchel has the upper hand. He has the ace. He knows what it's like to be here. I mean, so does Pep, right? And Pep, Pep's won it as well. He knows what it's there. He knows how to do the job. So you would say Pep has an even Pep, bigger ace than. He wanted it messy and 10 pieces of wood. That's, I mean, that's kind of unfair. But... <laughs> yes, yeah, but Man City have, uh, uh, you know. The next region of Leo Messi. Even if the Man City attack had, like, you know, like a prime Aguero starting, I would not, like, you know, sir, like doubt them much. But, you know, having, a, yeah. a, I would, what I would say, bar uh, De Bruyne, I would say an inexperienced front line. Having Foden, sure. having Ferran Torres, you don't sure. know what how they, you know, it's, it's all about coping during the game. Like how to no, react. That's what I was saying before. Yeah. Man- you just call Man City uh, So what do you think about ours there? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say as well. I mean Chelsea. Yeah. You look at uh, what is it? No, I mean like what I mean is to mean to say is like the season form is irrelevant when you go into the game. It's all about how you react. Well, uh, last year uh, Man City lost in the FA Cup to Arsenal. What happened that game? They lost to. What they lost to Leon last year? Yeah, what yeah but like, also, you know how to one thing you have to in game, yeah, it's yeah. just that just seeing how they're approaching the game. Like, Pep recently came up with an interview, and he just like they kept asking him questions about how he's going to set up, like, how the mentality is going to be. And all he kept saying was, I just have incredible trust in this team. And when somebody says something like that, when they're in a high pressure situation, like the bro is living right now, literally, he's singing like. Uh, <laughs> Oasis songs and like the city, like dugout, just like partying like hell out, smoking, like smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah, a bro is like living right now. He doesn't, he doesn't care what the consequences of losing might be or like. And when you approach a game like that, especially after you've fallen short so many times, I don't know. I'm just a pessimistic person by nature, so this is how my thought process is. Like, 
I'm expecting us to lose, if not lose really badly. Like this, like Tuchel as well. It seems like he's been found out or something in the Premier League. So I'm not really sure what, like, how we're gonna win this. But you know, this is just who I am. <laughs> Man City being relaxed actually, you know, feels like it could be their downside. I mean, who knows? I, yeah, I, I don't even. I feel like this is Pep's legacy game. Like everyone says, he doesn't win the he come in the Champions League without Messi and without Barca. But I mean. Like this is his legacy game. This is what Sinense's position is one of the greatest. Does it? He's won three Premier League titles in four years. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, but still, anymore. people will always say yeah, but, it's always yeah, a chip because, on his shoulder that he but, did with the yeah, champ. Exactly. He got, three, he got three in four games. Yeah, that's true. But before that, also Man City had two titles. What Pellegrini was there before him? He won a title. Before that, yeah, Man City this, was there. Man City won a title. It wasn't exactly. a big I thing. Feel, for, I feel yeah, it is a really big thing because the way Man City won, Rashid go ahead. Yeah, but even I think Pep himself has uh, come out and said it like multiple times that um, yeah, champs, winning Premier Leagues is not what I was brought for. Yes, I've done it. Twice. I think this was done when we had uh, two and three, and after saying that as well, Pep had said that uh, yeah, we've won two and stuff, but that's not what I was brought for. I've, I'm here to win Champions League. And if I'm not able to do that, then you can call me a failure. So. Even yeah. he's looking at it with the way that he's been brought on to win one and one thing only, and that's Champions League. So this is a big game for him as well to see how he's able to take this team because this is the first uh, Champions League final, and the way they've been this season, like they've completely changed their style of play from having a proper uh, out and out number nine in Aguero to a false nine and staying back. A lot of games we won by just one nil and staying back instead of going for two, three, four, or five. We would before. So this is a very important game, and I think both sides could also, um, if they're one nil up, might just stay back and stuff. I could see City also just like if they get an early goal, not trying to do much till like maybe the second half, and then just stay back and try and hold that one nil lead because they've been uh, capable this year defensively to do something like that. Um, at times it's been shaky, but I still think that we might even see a low-scoring game. Or we might even see a high-scoring game. It could really go any ways with this final. Well, uh, I mean, I guess that's like one way to uh, summarize and wrap that up. Uh, God, it's just telling me that we're going to be playing in a Champions League final soon. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's going to be all, I guess. Uh, final thoughts from the neutrals about how this final might go. I'm not going to ask Rashid for score predictions because I don't want to do score, score predictions. predictions. I'm not going to do score prediction. So, I, if you guys s- want, you can go for a score prediction. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 2-1 Man City in extra time. Ooh, okay. Um, both of them finish on minus one and the English team in the Europa League final takes it off. <laughs> so that's definitely not happening then. Um... Minus one because Pep is bald. <laughs> <laughs> What's the excuse for Tuchel? Why are you attacking bald people? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. What's the excuse for Tuchel? Yeah, I, I feel like... Uh, I I genuinely feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game. Well, yeah. Oh, obviously. Um, yeah. We, we've scored more than two goals, like, two times in the Premier League game <laughs> since Tuchel came in, so... <laughs> Chelsea 2-1, actually. City to take the lead Chelsea. and then Chelsea to bounce back 2-1. Okay. Uh, Okay. I mean, uh, uh, I'd be happy if that happened. No, let's... All I'll say is uh, every single time we've gone to a uh, Champions League final, uh, it's gone to penalties. So, uh, 
Rashid, watch out for that. <laughs> That'll be stressful. But uh, yeah, I've been there before. It's not fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, any thoughts, Rashid? Final thoughts? Final closing remarks? Nothing really. I'm I'm like you as well. I'm not an optimist at all. I mean, ever since we reached the final, ever since Chelsea reached the final, so I've been just having nightmares that we're going to lose badly. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be another like song coming up. Like we lost to Tottenham, we lost to Chelsea, we lost to Liverpool. I don't know. So Third time's the I'm charm, just... maybe. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> but yeah, I'm also really scared about the game. Just fingers crossed, I guess. I, I don't even know what to hope for anymore. Just want us to somehow, even if it's the most scrappy 1-0 win, you know, I'll take it. The most scam goal of all time, I'll still take it. You know, anything, anything just to get that trophy. That's all I, I want. agree with that sentiment. I don't care how we win. We have to win this game. <laughs> uh, my final thoughts are uh, I think much up the blues and uh, we'll see how it goes. I will see you guys on after the 29th of May. I mean, we might watch it together but like in case we don't, I will see you guys after. If we win, I'll see you guys after the game. If we lose, then you guys are not seeing me ever again. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, this has been the Locker Room MC Podcast. Thank you for joining in. Uh, subscribe wherever you can, everywhere and anywhere. It, it always helps. Like us and uh, spread the message that the Locker Room FC Podcast is back. Uh, this summer, we're going to be pumping out content more consistently. We're not going to make any promises though. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, we'll see you guys later.